Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, Eden. Hi, Ione. Oh, hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sickness. And I'm Eden and the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast where we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. Ioni, do we have any reviews? We do! This is from Ashley Kane. Hello, Ash. I know Ashley. Do you know Ashley Eden? Probably not. Five stars, Brain Food, my favourite podcast. Every time I'm attempting to make sense of my thoughts or feelings on a topic, this podcast does it for me and makes me think even more. Love you, polyester. Kiss. Aww. Which is very, very sweet. Brain food is I like that. I think this week's episode is gonna be more of I don't even know. <laughs> a brain scream. <laughs> brain brain shout. stew. Brain stew. Yeah, great song. Before we get started on this episode, as you have probably determined from the title, which I don't know what it will be yet because we're only just recording it, lol. Um, big trigger warning for basically everything you can yeah. imagine concerning sexual assault, mistreatment of people, uh, violence against women and marginalised people, abuse of power, etc, etc, because... Dun dun dun, we are talking about Hollywood rats, mm-hmm. the state of Me Too, or the farce of Me Too, maybe. Yeah, the as the it is better. Complete lie. Of Me Too. Yeah. Um there's been a few kind of revelations or cases in the media over the past few weeks that kind of just made us think it's probably a good time to speak about this again because it just feels like kind of relentless at the moment um, in terms of like stories coming out about bad men in positions of power and their mistreatment of it's mostly been women in the stories that have been like taken to press but obviously we know it's not all just women all the time. The first one that kind of made us want to do this episode was Emrata's ex-husband. So Emily Ratajkowski. Is that how you say it? I still don't know how yeah. to say his, her name. Ratajkowski. Ratajkowski. Um, we are not talking about her necking Harry Styles in Japan. <laughs> Apparently that was AO. It wasn't. This is such bullshit. <laughs> this is such a lie. It wasn't AI. Oh, my God. I, no. I mean... I don't, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm here for Emily Ratajkowski and, and Eric Andre. Oh, I was so there for that. 
Mm-hmm. Not, not house. Yeah, but on Dumois, there was a rumor. Okay, a rumor. There's going to be a lot of alleged in this. Yeah, episode. this this is a, this is the big alleged <laughs> episode. Please don't say us. <laughs> on um, on Dumois, there was a rumor that so M. Rata was at Harry Styles's Paris concert back in the day of six months ago or whatever it was when he was still with Olivia Wilde, mm. and there was a rumor that. Uh, Emirata, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles have a threesome after the gig um, which seems to be like pretty accepted as truth and then this literally isn't a Harry Styles Emirata podcast but anyway so Emirata is living her best life obviously her marriage was it her marriage ended like last year right or two years ago yeah last year I think Um, because it came to light that her husband Sebastian Bear McLeod was cheating on her mm-hmm. they have a young kid together yeah but it has taken more of a dark turn so variety reported this week that sebastian bear mcclard he's the like producer of lots of the safety films so he produced uncut gems i don't know their other films but eden does because she's a buff <laughs> uh yeah he so the safety brothers who directed uncut gems they formed a studio with Emily Ratajkowski's ex, uh, Sebastian, in like 2014. So they made the film Heaven Knows What together. And this is where the, the on the set of this film, uh, no, it's on, on, it's on the set of Good Time, isn't it? Yeah. So they made Good Time as well with Robert Pattinson, which is incredible. Um, on the set of Good Time is where this story begins. So... It was in early 2016, producer Sebastian Bear McLeod. Also, I don't know how long, like, not that this actually has anything to do with Emirata, and I think their um, divorce and custody battle is very contentious, as in they're fighting with each other, like mm-hmm. they haven't done conscious uncoupling, they're not splitting. It's like amicably. a custody battle, I think. Yeah, it's like fully, yeah. it's fully there and fight. Um, but in early 2016, producer 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 Sebastian Bear McLeod reached out to a 17 year old on Instagram an overture that led to an informal meeting at a Soho loft not long after he let the Safdie brothers know that he had found the perfect person to play a small role in their upcoming film Good Time the girl who comes from an impoverished background in New York was excited to meet the film star Robert Pattinson a then favorite of teen girls worldwide thanks to the Twilight franchise so basically she went on set she was obviously a non-union worker she wasn't a professional actor um she'd never acted before by the time she was kind of called for her scene she made her way into a cramped room she was naked standing in front of nearly a dozen male cast and crew members including josh and benny Safdie. instead of performing in a scene with pattinson she was paired with an actor who had recently been released from prison before being hired in the film According to a statement made by the young woman and obtained by Variety, she was utterly stunned and felt terrified. My distress only worsened when out of nowhere an actor whispered in my ear if he could stick it in while the cameras rolled and I said no. So the kind of article goes on that this isn't like the first time he's done it. Stuff like this, there's like incidents of him speaking to 15-year-olds. The age of consent is 17 years old in New York, but as we have established on this podcast before, legality does not equal morality. And it's really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, and then also, like, not that this makes it any sort of, like, worse or changes the situation, but this girl's scene didn't even go in the film. So it's like, was it even created (laughs) with the intention of going in the film or was it some sort of, like 
you know, work around to have an excuse for these men to take advantage of like a young person, mm-hmm. which is really fucked up. Um, so the performer's names appears in the credit. There's no pay. She was bought cigarettes after the shoot. Oh, it's just also seedy. She and also then then got into like, well, started having sex. He started having sex with her as well after that. Yeah. And then so it's like, the same... it was just an elaborate ruse. Literally. And then he was also, yeah, caught messaging a 15 year old on Instagram. Um, it was just mad. But this kind of made us like beg the question what the hell did Me Too actually do? And mm. I was speaking to a friend about this the other day, and she was kind of like, literally, Harvey Weinstein was like the sacrificial lamb. It's like, okay, obviously, think he he should, like, I don't know, obviously. We are abolitionists, but he should rot in prison and die. Um, and he definitely got what was coming to him. But as in, like, he kind of represents this thing of, like, good persevering in the end over evil and, like, all of the faux activism that... Not even faux activism, because I'm sure it came from, like, good place a good place at the time when Me Too was, like, popping off, everyone sharing mm-hmm. their stories. Like, there's a certain power in that. But, like, it's led to zero structural change in Hollywood and, like, there mm-hmm. in the world. So, for example, I can't remember where it says it in your research, so if I'm wrong, uh, don't see me, A24. Well, oh, wait, no, I found it. <laughs> so... The woman's claims involving the sets of Good Time and Uncut Gems, because there was another Uncut Gems thing as well, um, shine an uncomfortable spotlight on A24, still celebrating its huge Oscars showing this month. Mm. The company signed the Safties and Bear McLeod's Alara, which is their production company, to a first look deal in 2020, well after the Uncut Gems allegations have become a hot topic among insiders involved with the film. A24 declined to comment. And it's just like, depressing i suppose well well, because they they knew about it so they fired they him yeah but we didn't hear anything about that because they fucking they knew that they like they, they knew they were in the wrong and then it's like we'll just dismiss this person and we won't say anything about it well it's exactly fucking when, bullshit like obviously we can't speak to how involved the safties were but if you have mm-hmm. like a really long-term collaboration so basically what happened was there was like a um Another woman that came forward around Uncut Gems, who was 18 at the time, said she met a then-married Bear McLeod during production that he began grooming her on Instagram, citing his position in the film industry to make her major career promises. Hmm. How the story goes is that the Safties found out about this and fired him from the production company and then entered into this first agreement with A24. Hmm. But it just, like, it reeks, doesn't it? It, like, absolutely reeks. I don't trust it. Like, good on them for firing him, but also it's kind of like, well, we, won't no, because, dis- we won't discuss it until yeah, we have again, to. But also, again, is that just, like, not a sacrificial lamb thing? Like, obviously, allegedly, blah, blah, blah. I don't know the Safdie brothers. I don't know their motivations. I don't know anything. Um, but if you work with someone for a long time and you're hiring non-actors and you're facilitating these scenes in which young girls are not being paid and are being paid in cigarettes... They would have known about that. Yeah. All of this stuff, it's like, okay, they might not be, like, directly guilty, but they are definitely culpable. Enablers. Yeah, enablers, at the very least, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, like, their thing as well. Like, they love... In Uncut Gems, there's loads of, like, people in it that they just, like, found. Like, there's... Yeah. Like, they love... It's not, like, DIY, but it's very, like, 
like Cassavetes, like we're going to use like non-actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to use real people. And then you can then exploit that because like this girl, she shouldn't be naked on set. She's literally 17 years old. But there's a quote from like some like a child, like protection uh, person. Advocacy group for child actors. Yeah, yeah. What did she say? Yeah, she was like, they circumvented the entire safety structure of our industry by hiring someone on Instagram who wasn't a union member, who doesn't know her rights. Normally, like, there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through, like, people's parents have to be on set uh, if they're, like, if there's, like, anything sexual, if they're under 18. And then she's like, this is so not normal. Everything is wrong about the situation. Abuse of power. Comes as no surprise. Comes as no surprise. It's true, though. It's like... It's just like you said. It just it just stinks. Like it's just something is not right. Something in the milk ain't clean. <laughs> it's just like okay. So then, obviously, another big story that broke this week was about Jonathan Majors. Eden, mm. would you like to speak us through? Speak us through. Talk us through that. Yeah. Also, in researching this jonathan majors thing i found out that a director that i love has also been accused of fucking oh my god they carry for kanaga that i uh... so i was like shit man like i'm trying to research this one thing about this man and then something else comes up he directed yeah. he directed true detective and that, that oh. maniac yeah yeah i love yeah. true detective me too so i was like that's fucking ruined now uh he's also some very weird things going on with him um but yeah, so Jonathan Majors. Uh, the Jonathan Majors thing was so annoying because, like, as soon as it happened, everyone was like, "I knew this was going to happen." It's like, yeah, did you? Like, really? Um, but yeah, he got arrested last weekend uh, for. Strong... Wait, if people don't know who he is, who is oh, he? He's an actor. He's in. I think he's in Ant Man. He's in the new Creed. He's kind of popped off maybe in the last like four or five and. Three four years, um, he's also been like really like touted or like championed as like having this like uh like soft masculinity about him, mm-hmm. um, and people are really thirsting over him. Uh, but yeah, so he was in a domestic dispute last weekend. Uh, he strangled his girlfriend, allegedly, allegedly, and was arrested. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, essentially, the woman in question obtained a restraining order and then mm-hmm. dropped charges, which people are using to say that he's innocent. But obviously, we know it's not as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she was in but, hospital. Like, yeah, and there's like a lot on Twitter about like, yeah, just saying, oh, if the, you know, if the woman doesn't come forward, then, like, she's just trying to ruin a man's life and then run mm. off and blah, 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 blah. Like, we know things aren't as simple as this, and we also have, like, a well-treaded path of examples in which women do or do not name the people that they, like, their abusers, and then are still not believed anyway. So it's not as if, like, oh, if you, like, whatever, like, if you come forward and if you speak, if you tell the truth, people don't believe you. Mm. Uh, heard huge example of this. Yeah, then, like, literally. I realised through this that Amber Heard didn't even name Johnny Depp once, like during all of the stuff that she spoke about when she was speaking mm. about domestic abuse and blah, 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 blah. She never even named him and he still managed to sue her. So it's like basically just people are not safe to talk about this on the internet in person. We can't trust um, the justice system yeah. or 
the law or the police, obviously. So it just feels a bit hopeless. Yeah, when you look at Amber Heard thing, she's like a very, very high profile, wealthy white woman. Like, yeah, and exactly. that still happens. Like, it's fucked. You got no hope. Like, no chance. Um. But yeah, then the Jonathan Majors thing, when that all came out, a couple of people, a couple of filmmakers and directors were tweeting that everyone knows. Everyone knows he's, quote, emotionally violent and professionally abusive. So it's like, it's like a joke. It's like, like the Harvey Weinstein thing. So I watched that She Said with my mum the other day, which was kind of bullshit anyway, because they held back so much. I'm like, I guess it's like legal problems or whatever but it's like they really just didn't like in like not insult him but like talk about the like the scale of the situation in like a negative way i don't know this is just so tame this is another thing where like that film for example Mm. just feels like i don't even know how to explain but like it feels like Mark by Mark Jacobs, made by Mark Jacobs, made by Mark Jacobs. Exactly. Like, how it's can like, the film industry accurately talk about yeah. abuse in Hollywood? Or like even artistically talk about abuse in Hollywood? Because it is literally just like hypocrisy from so front to back. The call is coming from inside the house. Exactly. And it's like, it feels like that was kind of... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Like that film or like all the films or like certain other things that have come since yeah, um, have been tried to be like this redeeming arc for Hollywood, like, even the Oscars this year, obviously, it's a different issue, but with, like, um, so many actors of colour getting awards and nominated finally, it feels like Hollywood thinks it can redeem itself through these very, like, tokenistic means. Yeah. Or not even, yeah, redeem itself in the eyes of the public and then just continue to operate in this extremely disgusting, like, immoral mm-hmm. way. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, like you said, it's total hypocrisy. I mean, we probably can't say that, actually. The thing that you told me that you found out about a very famous actor 
abusing his position of power. But the thing is, I feel like if you're in any sort of creative industry, or even if you just read Dumois, or even if you're like sharp on Twitter, you hear about these things somehow and they're not even that well to be honest I feel like this week I have been surprised because it's been four things at once Mm. and yeah I feel like now it almost feels more surprising than when me too first broke because it was like oh we were meant to actually have been that was meant to be this watershed moment Mm -hmm. like this moment where everything changed and that like people started demanding more I was thinking about this when we were like just before we started recording, what the hell happened to Times Up? That bloody like organization that all the female actresses, like Reese Witherspoon and whatever, started, and they all had brunches and stuff. Yeah, like who the hell is actually advocating for like fairness in Hollywood? It's and like no one because they don't care. They're they're, they're laughing at us basically. Exactly. Like I question the effectivity, effectiveness. Yeah of our means of like dispersing this information so for example like two of these articles that we have in our research um one is about the idol how hbo's next euphoria became twisted torture porn which mm. we speak spoken about in a previous episode but the long and the short of it is is that sam levinson is once again using a tv show as his own like disgusting fantasy of abusing the women and creating horrible storylines mm. And like there's literally a line in it it was a show about a woman who was finding herself sexually it turned into a show about a man who gets to abuse this woman and she loves it Like, ugh. and then there's another article in this I think it was the one that you just said about the director yeah, Carrie Fukunaga, he's yeah. yeah sources say Kerry Fukunaga abused his power to pursue young women on set so both of these articles are by the same journalist Cheyenne Roundtree and it's like you can do so much good work in journal like she's obviously doing really good work in journalism she also broke the story about uh Kanye showing like was it nudes of Kim to oh, his yeah, employees yeah, like yeah, showing yeah. porn to yeah. his yeah so she's doing like a lot of work around this but like what <sighs> it's important that the public know and that we know obviously but it's just so powerless because, like, they clearly don't care about these exposés. Like, the idol hasn't been shut down, for example. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like, they these think, that, still they think that it's funny. Like, yeah. they literally are laughing at us. The weekend literally and... made a joke about the article being like, did we upset you at yeah. Rolling Stone? I know. They, like, they, they just don't care. And this is the thing, because it goes on so much. When people do try and, like, call it out, it just, like nothing happens no i've just looked up times up off. times up they raised as of t- january 2020 the organization had raised 24 million dollars in donations what the fuck is that money for anyway and then it says in 2023 times up announced their website was ceasing programming <laughs> operations and direct survivors of workplace sexual harassment or violence to the legal defense fund site so they just shut it down they got loads and loads of millions. Where was that funneled into? And then they shut down. Exactly. Like, you shut down. Sexual harassment hasn't ended. Yeah, it hasn't <laughs> ended just because, like, you're not getting fucking Time magazine covers anymore. Literally. Like, whatever. Performative. Literally. So, and like, <sighs> and then I feel like there's, okay, now we're into the last 10 minutes of this episode. Mm. There's a slightly more sticky point I would like to bring up. So I feel like this rise of uh, awareness of um, 
abuse of power in the entertainment industries, which also obviously happens across industries, but the entertainment industry has a spotlight on it. So we're more likely mm. to hear about it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Like we obviously also know something really big that's happening in the UK right now is that this is happening with, in the police force. Like mm. the actual, so many policemen are being fired, um, reprimanded for abusing women in their uniforms blah 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 blah. Mm. like it's absolutely disgusting it basically just feels like women aren't safe anywhere but like this is the pop culture angle on it and this is the one we're taking right now because it's also like easier to cast a lens on it through that I feel like it's easier Mm. to kind of get to the breadth of it if that makes sense um but that doesn't mean that in any other industry it's like less pervasive and less terrifying but I feel like right (laughs) Okay, I don't know if this is controversial, but I feel like all of this like hyper awareness and of the how shit things are and how much women and marginalized people are abused um, through whichever intersection and whichever industry is also coming at a time where I'm seeing so many infographics on Instagram, largely by a couple of the same accounts that I don't follow that are getting constantly shared onto my stories that are basically like, yeah we agree um they're basically saying you know call out culture doesn't work this doesn't work that doesn't work we need to be caring for our men we need to be softening up our men we need to teach men that they are loved and that they are worthy you know we can't say this we can't say that Mm -hmm. like all of this basically like engagement baiting anti justice rhetoric and like that is not to say that call out culture is a perfect mode and I don't even necessarily think it's a good mode a lot of the time but if we are speaking about being like abolitionists and trying to create accountability within our own cultures away from justice systems um I don't think it's a very and then on the flip side of this yeah seeing like literal like three men in a week being outed as like mass abusers and then however many going under the radar like I'm sorry I don't want to rehabilitate them I just really don't want to rehabilitate them and I don't think I think it's a premature conversation to have rehabilitation is a premature conversation to have when these men don't even face justice or accountability or in inverted commas cancellation in the first place and it just Mm. feels like we're constantly having to like consider palatability and like softness and it's like none of these power structures are considering softness when they literally use marginalized people to abuse them uh, for their own pleasure and gains and face no consequences yeah like you can rehabilitate someone to a certain extent but if they don't care they don't care and I also believe in rehabilitation and all of these things like I do Mm. but I don't think that the two conversations can coexist when we don't have any mode of like actual justice accountability and a changing industry like I feel like rehabilitation and everyone deserves their second chance can just be used to like accept a man back into the fold do you know what I mean yeah so like a man comes out and says I'm sorry I did a really bad thing like I feel like Louis CK did this I don't know if that's true so let me just use him as a I big mean, example. Like, no, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I, I like, like half, Lucy K half came out. Like, I'm so sorry. That. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm really bad. And then he's making jokes about it on stage, like a couple of months later. He sold out Madison. Yeah, he Square doesn't Gardens. actually give a fuck. Like, he's joking about literally what he did. Yeah, but also, like, people, have, I think they think that it's funny. 
I don't know. Like, I think what you said about the infographics, that people are sick of people being so right on. So when someone does get called out now, people, like, want to kick back and be like, well, we don't care. Yeah. Because everyone does it. Like, but yeah, I, I, I can't, like, I do believe that people should have a second chance depending on what they've done i agree too like but i just don't think we have the roadmap for how that is done successfully and at the moment it feels like we have this one thing where people are constantly being outed as like serious abusers and facing no consequences Mm -hmm. and then the like social justice left are saying but we don't have like but we need to stop cancel culture mm. and it's like cancel culture is not even fucking real so <laughs> like let's actually focus on the fact that people are still being abused and like the same people are still in power that were in power when times up raised 22 million we have no effective modes of activism to actually dismantle the power structures in hollywood and in the police and in whatever yeah that cause this like mass abuse of marginalized people and the best we can do is like a black square where you'll get 60,000 likes saying call out culture is harmful. Cool. Yeah, of course. But what next then? Yeah. But the, there needs to be like, there's no really, there's no real repercussions for people's behavior. Yeah. There's Sounds no like way I'm like see... threatening, threatening people. <laughs> I will come to your house. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess like, with the Carrie Fukunaga stuff, he's been accused of like some really weird shit and then directed the new James Bond film. Exactly. Like. So what the fuck, again, what the fuck are we supposed to do? It's this thing where like, perhaps what these infographics stay, say about, you know, like we need to rehabilitate people and blah, blah, blah. I, there's different levels to this, right? So uh, for example, like, I maybe agree with that if it's like a smaller community-based thing and Mm -hmm. like there's actual harm reduction that can be done within that community and it's like a group of a few hundred or it's in a city and it's like not literal Hollywood where they like basically set the precedent for how we feel we can treat people in the whole world do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I think harm reduction can be done and it should start in our communities but because this discourse is amplified through the internet everyone thinks it applies to every situation Mm. there's no nuance in it so it's like okay yeah that works if you're talking about like i don't know someone that's been a prick that's like in your wider friendship group and Mm. that you can talk to but does it really work when it's like a director that's been operating in this way for (laughs) upwards of a decade yeah for their whole career no and we don't know if it does because in Hollywood, they also don't have... They, it's not as if they're sitting around going, what's harm reduction we can do to, like, make sure everyone is safe? La, 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 la. They're just going, fuck the 17-year-old girl. <laughs> if we keep it, making money, the it's fine. To set and pay yeah, her exactly. and fucking cigarettes. Exactly. It sounds, like, made up. It sounds like something that would happen in, like, the 70s. Honestly. It's what I'm saying makes sense, though. I feel like I'm sounding yeah. like a contrarian. No, no, I think it makes sense. But you're, but you're basically saying, like, we're fucked because <laughs> we can't do anything about it. That's true. Well, no, I just feel like the internet maybe makes everything worse. I don't know. Or, like, I feel like it's so complicated because the people that make those infographics, as I've said a million times, have secondary motivations, which 
is to create engagement and to create money, which is like also a parallel to what these Hollywood people have because they will do anything to keep making money. And I feel like Mm. the social justice conversation has become so distorted by that, that it also exists in the same space. Yeah. Um, So we're not in a position currently where we can have any radical conversations or imaginings or thoughts about how to unfuck the situation because everyone is too intertwined with engagement attention capitalism mm-hmm. and money one fuck the situation i think that the, there's just two two extremes where yeah. people are so wanting like to talk about this and then people that are like laughing at it are like yeah this we don't care about that we need to kind of meet in the middle i think of these two like uh not polar opposites but like two kind of like extreme opinions at at one end of the spectrum each opposite end of the spectrum yeah uh because infographics sorry to break it to everyone but infographics do fucking nothing nothing like they achieve nothing <laughs> literally but we also how i guess how else do we have the conversation about this kind of behavior like you said if it's within your community or within your friendship group yeah it's important to speak out about it but if it's on a bigger scale how do we feel like we can even make an impact? I don't know, mate. We can't. <laughs> no. Yeah, Hollywood's fucked. It is oh, fucked. Holly weird. Yay. So many of these industries are fucked, and the thing is, it does need like a to- like that's why infographics or whatever won't work because there needs to be a total dismantling of the power structures and new ones built, which won't happen because there's currently too much power held by too few people who have no morals and no soul. We've got to break it down from the inside. Yeah, well, no, from the outside until it doesn't exist anymore and then make a new one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's the plan. (laughs) That's the plan. That's the plan. Okay, we've got to end now. Okay. Any I like that. I like the thoughts. Endings. Okay. Um, just keep on giving people shit, basically, and because this is always going to go on. Like it sounds bleak, but people are always going to abuse their position of power. Like you said about the police, abuse of power comes as no surprise. And when you're given that power, your first reaction is to kind of see how much you can get away with. Test the limit. Like, yeah, yeah. Give them an inch, and they'll take a mile. Like, yeah. So it's always going to go on, and I think that it's it. We're dreaming if we think we can like ever shut down people abusing their position of power because we can't. But I guess yeah, we can just try. We have to try. We have to try. We have to try. Yeah. If you don't try, you'll cry. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Eden. Thanks, Ione. Thank you to Olivia for editing. Thank you to Gina and Gina to Charlotte. Um, Grace, Hattie and Misha we will see you on Thursday for another for Confessions, confessions episode. episode it's a good one Bye-bye. bye bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.